Chapter 1 Time's Arrow The greyish currents are disturbed now only by the frequent oscillating of the craft's sporadic acceleration and deceleration through the ash-covered mist of the Great Tunney Basin. Large cephalids are emerging alongside our vessel, with their luminous spines glowing eerily against the blackened backdrop of the fog. Ugh, Al grunted from his bed. That's enough of that for one day, he said as he filed away the projected document. On the other hand, the cephalids did intrigue him with their wondrous ability to exist in one world and, at will, thrust themselves upwards to gain brief glimpses into another. For Tritians, this was an experience reserved for those who had the luxury of venturing into space, or to the courageous explorers who braved the dangers of the great mist basins of their home world. Accessing his calendar clock program, a 3D display appeared 20 centimeters in front of him, with the present date and time projected towards him in luminous colors. It was me, Cree, 70 Som Tig, 40032, day one of his three-day journey to the colonies. For Al, short for A. Lee, life revolved around his dreams of one day graduating from the Science and Space Academy and training as a deep space explorer but would readily settle for the position as shuttle pilot between Tritia, its three natural satellites, and the twelve orbital space stations. As long as he could remember, he held a profound fascination with space travel and talked constantly about his dreams to his father, friends, and just about anyone who would listen. Al had advantages that he knew could help him one day realize his dreams. First, his father was just promoted to the position of Chief Theoretical Physicist at the Planetary Science Center in New Tunis. This could help when he graduated from the Technical Institute and submitted his academy application. Second was his aptitude for maths and science, which gained him recognition from the very start with most of his teachers, delighted by his inexhaustible craving for knowledge. Finally, Al had bright gray hair, deep green eyes and light complexion, extremely rare for someone from Sung, and stood ten to centimeters taller than any of his classmates, and even most adults. Al's physical features distinguished him as much as his scholastic abilities, as these, except for the height, were typical attributes of the northern, more aristocratic provincials, who usually received easier acceptance into the more elite schools and the Science and Space Academy. Throughout his childhood, Al would pester his father about the strangeness of his appearance, especially his height. His father, a typical-looking son, simply told him he took after his mother, who was from the north, and that her family was uncharacteristically tall. Al's father, though a brilliant physicist who tutored Al at home since he could remember, was short in conversation that didn't involve binary star systems, neutron stars, or quantum mechanics— and generally avoided questions about Al's mother. All Al knew of her was that she was from a northern province, a fine chemist, and that she had died shortly after Al was born in a freak laboratory accident. Except for the lack of enriching conversation away from science, Al's childhood under the exclusive care of Dr. E. Lee Sung had been quite normal. With his father's support, Al had applied to the Technical Institute in New Tunis, even though he had two more years before he would receive his secondary diploma.
By some quirk of fate, or due to some influence by his father, Al received his acceptance letter in the late Fia Tig, and he and his father were now moving house to the Equiator colonies. Besides sending Al into a state of hyper-elation, the news couldn't have come at a better time for his father, who, due to his recent promotion, would need to live within commuting distance of the PSC, Planetary Science Center, also in New Tunis. The trip from the departure city of Ilkabar aboard the Cap Lip Singh Gravlev would take three full days and nights. This was exciting, Al thought as he blinked away his calendar and brought up his diary.